Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. It is Monday, October 7th. I am two weeks post-surgery. If you didn't know, I tore my ACL about five weeks ago. And I haven't been able to walk on it. My knee has been super wobbly. There's a video of that on my Instagram that my orthopedic sent to me when uh, I was sleeping. If you want to check that out and see how loose my knee actually was. But I got a new CL, ACL. So happy about that. Surgery went great. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. The post-operative pain was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm still healing. I'm still swollen. But I had a really good experience. And I guess the nurses said I was rather entertaining, I guess, when when I was waking up. I guess I was very intent on I couldn't give them an answer of 1 to 10 how much pain I was in without seeing the smiley face chart. To which they they walked around the office and they found one of those things, you know, the thing that has like the little smiley face to show how much in pain you are. To which I kept telling them that I'm in between the frowny face and the winky face. To which they responded, there is no winky face. And to which I responded, there should be a winky face. And all the hilarity that ensues from that. I remember none of this, but they thought they got a good laugh out of it. So those are the kind of things I talk about when I'm coming out of anesthesia. So anyway, hey, check out my Instagram. You know, I got I put, posted about the doctor, you know, just how he made me feel. And I made some just took some really good kind of like mental notes about why do I like this guy so much? And why is he so charismatic? So read that post if you want to read that. That's on the Instagram. Hey, what did you guys think about last week's episode? Alistair McDonald, man, I got a lot of good feedback on that. And honestly, it's one of my favorite episodes. It was so good. If you didn't listen to that one, go back and listen to it. Hey, I got a small win today. I'm down to one crutch. I'm down to one crutch. So I'm starting to progress into walking without crutches. But you know what? This is very exciting because if you've ever been on two crutches, you realize you can't carry anything with two crutches. So I can do a lot of more things now than I'm on one crutch. Like I can I can uh, carry food. I can carry drinks. I can, I can fight off predators like coyotes and, and boa constrictors and stuff like that. So I'm really pumped that I'm down to one crutch and very soon I hopefully will be off both off that last crutch and be walking on my own. So, hey, before we get into our topic today, I want to thank Monty. He wrote a review on the book, Dental Practice Hero. Awesome book. Would recommend all dentists read the book. Thank you, Monty. Appreciate that. That was my 39th review on the book. Who wants to be number 40, 41, 42, and so on? Come on. Give me the reviews, guys. I really want them. I got 29 reviews on the podcast. You know, if you got, it's just so easy to do from your iTunes app. Just review the podcast. I would be so thankful. I see how many people listen every week, and I see 29 reviews, and I'm just, I'm like, man, come on. Can you guys do me a big favor? I will give you a shout out on the show. I would really, 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 really appreciate it so um also another thing the launch of dentalbusinessmentor.com that is me and justin bullers online practice management university that is going very well thank you to all that signed up thank you to all that are giving the great feedback on it hey i had a lot of people write that they missed the promo code because it did end the week after we gave it out last time we're going to extend it until october the end of october so new promo code it is October Heroes, all one word, October Heroes. That'll give you $350 off the annual membership. Go to dentalbusinessmentor.com and check that out. Okay, what do we want to talk about today? 
All right, let's talk about being right. You know, we love to be right. There's something about the ego. There's something about human, just being human, that we want to be right, that we want to assert our truth and our, and our opinion onto others, and we want to convince them that we are right and they are wrong. I mean, we've all had those arguments where, you know, have you ever gotten a politics argument? I don't even follow politics anymore because I just couldn't stand it. You know, if you've ever followed politics and you've gotten to arguments about politics, you know that you can never convince the other person to see things in your way. There's a reason for that. And the reason is, you know, we got to realize that opinions, you know, they're only belly buttons. We all have them, right? Okay. Now, but they're, they're made from judgments and these judgments are, they come through the lens of values. And we all have different values because the way we get these values is through the way we grew up, through our experiences. So we value different things. We come from different experiences. And that's how we make our judgments. And that's how we see the world. So, so no matter what, it doesn't matter the amount of facts that you provide for somebody. You're never going to convince them because it's not a fact-based thing. There's two brains. There's the emotional brain, and then there's the thinking brain. And the thinking brain works on facts, but the emotional brain is in charge, and emotions are driven by values. So quit trying to be right. Let me give you a few examples of this, okay? We had, these are recent things in my practice. We had a meeting just recently, and I wasn't at it because I was out for surgery, but there was mention that the hygienists were being upset because the front desk was putting in 30-minute hygiene appointments occasionally. So, to which they said, okay, let's not do this. I don't know how much blame was going on in this meeting. I don't know, but there were some people at the front desk that were just a little bit kind of on the defensive about it. So, there was a post to our our private company, not Facebook, our Slack. We use Slack. It's an app that we use for communication. And it was a screenshot of a schedule showing that it's not just the front desk, but it's also the hygienists that are doing it too. To which I saw and called the person who posted it and said, hey, you know, I just don't think that's productive. And to which she replied, well, I don't want, I felt like they were really giving, they were really kind of blaming us. And and I don't want the front desk to get a bad rap because we're doing as best we can. I said, you know what, I know you are, but it doesn't matter that they know that what you're trying to show them. It, It just, it's not productive. It doesn't move forward. All it does is let you feel right and makes other people feel wrong, to which they will find other examples of when the front desk has put in these appointments to let the front desk know that they are right and the front desk is wrong. It's a never-ending cycle when you blame and you try to assert your truth and your justification over people. So let me give you another example we had recently. We had a bunch of hygienists who went to a CE course to which I didn't think was the greatest CE course. I, I really didn't care for it, but they wanted to go. And I said, yeah, it's cool. You can cancel your patients. You guys can go to this. And I said, you know what, I'll pay for you guys' tuition. I, you know, just be nice and stuff. But I had no intention of paying for their time while they were there. Some hygienists were under the impression I was paying for the time and then were upset when their check came through and there was no hours on it. To which, you have to look at it from both perspectives, okay? They felt that since I was paying for the course, I was also paying for their time. I felt that I was being generous because I was paying for the course and I didn't care for the course anyway and I was never paying for the time. So who's right Who's the right person? Who's wrong? You know, and I want to tell you that both people are right. Nobody is wrong. It's all based on perspective. So if I wanted to be right and I wanted to assert my dominance as the boss, you know, I make the rules. You know, I, I'm not paying you for this. I shouldn't have to pay for this. I'll, I'll post a, I posted it on Facebook and everyone agreed with me. No, I don't do that, okay? I don't want them to not feel valued because I do value my hygiene department. I very much value them. They do a lot for me. And I think if I was to assert my dominance and say, hey, you know what? I was right. I don't have to pay for this stuff. I'm justified. And this is why 
so you guys can just you know shut up about it. That would not be good team building. That would not be good for the collective good. It would just be me being right. And I could go to sleep knowing, yeah, I, I was right. I did the right thing. You know, they're not taking advantage of me. But then what does it do? Is it more important to them? Is it more important for me? It, you know, I have to ask myself, do I care more about them feeling valued as my team members than I do about myself being right? And that's absolutely true. I do care about that. So I paid them for the meeting and I said, you know what? I took the extreme ownership. I said, this is my fault. I, uh, I'm going to pay you guys for the meeting. I'm sorry for the confusion. And going forward, I'm going to be more clear about which CEs are paid for. And that's what a good leader does. What a bad leader does is just sticks it to them. You know, and, and then that starts resentment. And then you start this resentment, and then they might, be, they might be thinking, he doesn't really value me at all. And when somebody starts thinking something, their brain, this emotional brain we talked about, will start seeking out evidence to support that conclusion. And they will find other instances where I haven't valued them. And I might not even know about them. So this is just how human psychology works. Okay. This happens a lot with patients. We have patients that have these unrealistic expectations, and occasionally we'll have a patient that'll owe a balance after an insurance claim closes or their insurance didn't pick something up, and we want to let them know that, you know, this is your insurance, this isn't my insurance, this isn't my fault, you should know this. You know, or, you know, we went over the informed consent, you knew this was a possibility, you know, this stuff happens, like, get over it, you know, come on. But the thing is, is it more important that you are right and the patient is wrong and that the patient is upset, goes, writes a negative review and says bad things about you and then you get to keep the money? Is that more important to you than creating a lifelong patient that feels valued, taken care of, says good things about your practice? So always, you know, just think about that. Now, do you have to go to bed saying, you know what, I was totally in the right but I gave that patient their money back. Can you sleep and can you live with yourself if you do something like that? Some people have such a big ego, they cannot. But I assure you, you can, and it is for the good of your practice. So don't ever feel bad backing down to mend the relationship. You need to keep the relationship going. You need to be the bigger person. And it's not that important to be right. And I assure you, it should be way more. It's always going to be way more important to other people to be right than it should be for you to be right in your own egotistical mind. So that is my recommendation for today. I think you could probably think back to some arguments you've had with people. I mean, I'm just talking about work and patience. This happens with your spouse and friends and stuff too. But think about it. It dude, Just stop being right. Who cares? You know, it matters so much more to other people than it does to us. You know, we should be the bigger person. Let's be right. Let's mend the relationship because everything is relationships. Everything in life is relationships. You heard me say it before. It's all relationships. So if you want to have good relationships, stop being right. All right, next week we got to hear Dune. I am talking to him about he doubling his practice in a year just by changing some systems. It is going to be a great episode. I am off this week again. I took three weeks off for my ACL. My goal is to ditch this last crutch before Monday. I don't think it's going to happen, but damn, I'm going to try so dang hard because I cannot wait to get rid of that crutch because then I could fight predators like coyotes and boa constrictors with two hands, and it just makes me all that more fierce. And then maybe I can even run away from these predators. Because I, uh, I live in Illinois and there's a lot of coyotes. I don't know. I haven't seen a boa constrictor like probably in, probably like ever. But it is, uh, it is a, it's a constant threat. So, hey, you guys have a fantastic week. And we are going to talk to you next week. Take care.